Yo, what up, Tribe? It's your boy, George. And I know y'all been waiting. Season 3, AZ Hoobroos. Oh, by the way, right now, I told you, LBJ was going to be a Laker. All right. Right now, Jeff, Chris, give it to him. Roll the reels. Peace. Yo, Tribe. What's good, man? This is your boy, Chris Peters. Uh, man, we know y'all been waiting for season three of the new, uh, of the new season of the AVs and Roof Bruce podcast. I'm sorry, I know I cannot make it tonight. They got me stuck working for the man. I wish I could be there. Ray, Jeff, hold it down for me. I'll see y'all boys next week. So without further ado, this is season three of the AGs and Woo Foods podcast. Check it out. To license. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the AZ and Rupru's Alert. AZ's and Rupru's Alert. AZ's and Rupru's Alert. Yeah, we back, ladies and gentlemen. And another one. <laughs> Season three is upon you. Season three is upon you. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you're now listening to the AZ's and Rupru's podcast brought to you by Blessed to Death. I'm your boy, your host, Raynell Jamal. I got my brother in the building. Who's in the building with me tonight? This is your boy, Jay Davis. Yes, sir. You can find me on Instagram and on the Twitter, the bird, um, uh, at J.A. Davis I.I. You can also find me at my website, www.jdavis.co. It's been a minute. That's right. That's right. You can hit me up on Twitter, FB and IG at R-A-Y-N-E-L-L-J-A-M-A-L. That's Raynell Jamal. You yeah. can always hit, always hit us up on the AZs and Root Brews IG and Twitter. That's A-Z-S-R-O-O-T-B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D, AZs Root Brews Pod. Now you can listen to this episode in all the previous two seasons, ladies and gentlemen. We on season three. Yes. You feel me? All the previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and on my website, RaynellJamal.com. Just click the AZ's Root Roost uh, tab, and you got connection all the way to see, to season one, episode one. You feel me? Yes. But I know, we know y'all been waiting for this. We've been taking some time off because we had some life to live. You know what I'm saying? We had to enjoy the summer. Some recalibration. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, the, sun, the sun was just blazing on us. You know what I'm saying? Um, we Bro. were just taking it in. You feel me? For real, for real. The we in Cali, ladies and gentlemen. For those who don't know, we in California. Um, the sun, the weather lately has been too much. I don't know if, if the devil escaped and decided just to walk the streets, Bruh. <laughs> walk among the <laughs> walk among the earth realm or whatever. But out here, we got the wildfires going on. So fourteen in all, fourteen of them. Um, definitely pray for us. Uh, uh, a lunatic decided to start one. You know what I'm saying? There's been actually a couple. There's been a couple arrests. See what I'm saying? We're doing too much out here, ladies so and gentlemen. So most likely, I'm guessing that one person is just going all across California and just going nuts. That's what I'm guessing. Because there's no way. Like I'm not saying that fires don't just automatically happen right. because these conditions are <clears throat> nuts. Right, right. But, so, man, you could tell. Like, some of that stuff is man-made because they're coming up randomly. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Like, hey, you know what? Before we go any further, let's go ahead and just let the people know this, though. Um... 
you heard Chris and you heard George in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the brothers, Chris and George. Yes. We love y'all. We know Chris is going to be here next week. That's what he said. Yeah, but you can just really quick, just to shout out Chris. Yeah. Don't want to forget this. You can find him on uh, IG and Twitter at Chris Gets Gets Busy. busy. That's right. Chris Gets Busy. Hit him up. Uh, We're going to talk to you. Talk to y'all about the boy next week about. Because that boy. My man didn't caught his stride. You know what I'm saying? My man didn't. He did some things this last week. That boy was on the track. Yeah. Was on the track. Yeah. What up, boy? You know what Mm. I'm saying? um, Yeah, that boy didn't did his thing, man. I'm still still trying to figure out how he flew from New York into the Breakfast Club and decided to got to the thing in time. But we're going to talk about that next week. (laughs) But, and you know, congratulations to our brother George. Yeah. He's been working a lot, you know, doing things, but he just bought a house, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Give it up for that man. That man just bought a house. He's a homeowner. He's super excited. So, you know, we salute you, King. Keep shining. Keep doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? New house alert. (laughs) New house alert. Oh, we're going to talk about the four, too. And another one. We're going to talk about the four, too. Hey, but we just want to give a quick shout out to our brothers. You know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, we back. We back, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, like we said, the weather out here has been crazy. Um, You know, I'm kind of a peanut butter complexion. I done went to a roasted peanut butter complexion a couple of times through the summer. Just a couple of times. You know, just a couple of times. Um, but everything is cool. Everything is lovely out here, ladies and gentlemen. And my man, so talk to me about the summer, man. How has your summer been? Summer's you been. You know what I'm saying? We've, how long we been going? Maybe about like two months. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, two months? Tribe, we yeah. sorry. We it's sorry, like, Tribe. It's been like two months because we're, like, we're in August right now. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I think the last episode probably was like at the end of May. Early June, because I think the last time we did an episode, I was soon headed to Colorado. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so it's been like June, July, but I think the, the break was necessary. It wasn't necessary, man. We, we had, had to, to recalibrate. You know, do the recalibration. Yeah, get some, yeah. Get some uh, R&R, you know, some self-care yeah. in, you know. Absolutely. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to do some things. I mean, we're trying to take this thing to the next level. So yeah. this season, you're going to see us, you know, evolve. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to evolve. And I think you're also going to see, like, just real... We're going to have some, I think the conversations have been real so far, but I think this is, I think you're going to see another level of vulnerability come from this podcast, but I think it's, think it's very healthy because I believe that was the direction that the podcast was trying to go in in the first place. Yeah, definitely. We're going to have some more intentional centered conversations. Yeah. You know, some real, some real, um, some heart checks, you know, we're going to talk, we're going to, we'll call them, we're going to call those talks. Heart checks. No, no, no. No? Them thing sessions. You know oh, what I'm saying? Them <laughs> things. Hey, them ladies things. and gentlemen, this is the thing that we do. Whenever we have, like, you know, a, a moment where we coming from the heart or we talking things regarding the heart, you know what I'm saying? We call it that thing. And we that just ticker. We, that ticker. We just ticker talk. You know what I mean? So we point to the chest and the heart when we say that thing. So as I'm saying that thing, I'm pointing to the chest. You know what I mean? That thing been talking. You feel me? So we're going to have some world uh, intentional centered conversations around. Let's let's you're gonna talk about um self care. You know what I'm yes. saying? We're gonna have some conversations about mental mental health. We're gonna talk about celibacy as men. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Being um abstinence from sex, um, us being men of you know, of faith, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um Which I gonna, think is necessary. Yeah, I believe today and age, you know, we will talk about like dating and courting with abstinence and being celibate in the mix. Yes. Um you know, we're going to talk about, uh, of course, purpose talk, you know, pursuing purpose. We'll talk about balance. Yeah. Um, about, because, you know, me, <laughs> actually, the last time we, we we were here, we talked to, we went to the creative, you no, know, Native Norths. Yes. We talked about that. So they talked about basically balance as well. Yeah. Um, 
So that was was that June or July? That was June. Okay. That was June. Yeah. Cause that was like our last conversation we really had, right? Yeah. 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 So we gonna have we gonna have those. No, type of... that's right. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was so. Yeah. It's still been about two months. It was in July. Yeah. In the June, going into July. Yeah. Because Summer Palooza was that week. Yeah. 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 Or that next week. So we gonna talk about that. Um, we gonna we gonna we gonna just touch on some topics. You know what I mean? I love it. Um, I love it. And have like these episodes be centered around that. I want to try to get some homies. I know I've been saying that for these last two seasons, but I definitely think I'm going to make some calls um, to some folks and try to get some, get them into the conversations. Yeah. What's up? Just fight one moment. We'll talk about that off air. All right. Yeah. So uh, we, 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 we were just happy that if you've been rocking with us since season one, we want to thank you so much. Thank you for being down with the tribe called Bless. Um, it's been a, pleasure and the honor to see this vision come to pass and for yeah. it to actually impact people um shout out to all the people that you know that listen to the podcast people that have hit me up personally or seen me out and about and definitely been asking you know where we've been at and or they enjoy the podcast salute to all of y'all shout out to y'all yeah. um Y'all keep going it don't matter if it's just one person listening or if it's a million or even more than that listening we doing this for y'all um, and we're just happy to be here, ladies and gentlemen. So this season, you know what I'm saying? We, we want to just keep on going. We'll keep on striving for greatness. You feel what I'm saying? And uh, we're just happy that y'all along for the ride. You know what I mean? So, But I will say this. I'm yeah. sorry, bro. Didn't mean to cut you off. Just but go ahead, I will go say ahead. this. Like, if you are enjoying the podcast. Yeah, please. If you are, like, if any of the topics have resonated with you, please don't be afraid to share. Like, please don't be afraid to put a post up on, like, your IG or Twitter. Absolutely. Saying that you enjoyed it. Like, the more the people get to hear the message, the more the people get to hear the heart, the more people that get to be blessed by it. Not right. saying that everybody's going to get it. Not saying everybody's going to ride with it. Yeah. But, hey, like, if you're part of the tribe, like, you know, we're trying to do better. We don't want to be selfish with the tribe. Come on now. this message is for everybody. It's for everybody. The love is for everybody. You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? We just... We just what we want to do on our end is be as consistent as possible this season for y'all. Absolutely, bring y'all some 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 things that have just really, really affected us. Have really some things that we try to to work in our journey. So you know, yeah, the the love is real and the love is appreciated, and we want to love y'all back if we if we feel like if we know that we can support you guys in any way we want to do that because that's what a tribe does. We we support each other. We push each definitely, other. Definitely, definitely. You know, we we iron sharpens iron, so that we can be the best that we can be. So yeah, shout out to Salute Thursdays. Also check out Salute Thursdays on my story. I think that will bless you. Ooh, we. Yeah, 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 ladies and gentlemen. So you know, we tribe just, talk. That's that tribe talk. Um, so we just want to, uh, you know, you know, just continue, continue the growth, continue the growth of the movement of the brand, and uh, we're gonna have some fun this season. That's real talk. So, yeah, uh, I just want to catch. Let, let's, hey, tribe, do you mind if we catch up a bit? Cause we know we didn't, we didn't miss a lot, we didn't discuss a lot. You know what I mean? But uh, we just got to catch up on what's been happening because it's been a crazy summer. Yes, you know what has. I'm saying? Like, and let's just start with you. Already know where we gonna go? You feel me? We, you already heard George refer to it. But let's talk about it, cause people's been asking me left and right, hitting me up. Yeah, at work, you know what I'm saying. Kicking it with the homies, people out and about. Oh, now that this happened, are you go down with us? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying. Let's talk about it. Let's let's not even beat around the bush. So, you know, last month NBA free agency happened, right? A lot of things went down. NBA free agency. Bad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kawhi tried to bully Popovich. Yes. And then he realized why Popovich, Popovich is called the Don. 
Yes. You know, you don't bully the Don. You know what I'm saying? The Don, the Don bullies you. You know what I mean? So, you know, you know, uh, Kawhi, you know, he, he made some demands. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he went to another country. You know what I'm saying? Literally. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, you got to know who you're talking to sometimes out there. You know what I'm saying? Jewel alert. Take the jewel. You feel me? That's real talk, bro. You, you can't just, you know, you can't do that out here. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Kawhi Leonard. He got a brand new start in a new country, brother. That's what you wanted, right? Bruh. You know what I'm saying? You in another country. Pop went Thanos. <laughs> yeah. He was in another country. Bro. In another country. Bro, uh, so, wow. you know, Kawhi, Kawhi went to the, went to, uh, the Raptors. Uh, who else made some changes? New York. No, uh, OKC. Paul George decided to re-sign with the OKC. Um, Carmelo went to Atlanta they, and now to Houston. Yeah, they traded Carmelo. He got bought out. He just signed with Houston, actually, just yesterday. Um, what else? And then um, the Lakers assembled, besides the main topic, they yeah. assembled the straight out Monstars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got uh, Lance Stevenson, Ray John Rondo, JaVel McGee, and Michael Beasley. And Michael Beasley. Um, I don't know. That mix is dangerous. I don't know how that mix is going to work. On top of Josh Hart, Brandon Egram, and Lonzo Ball. I don't know. And then let's see who else. Who else? Um, uh, Trevor Ariza left Houston to go to Phoenix. I don't understand that one, Trevor Ariza, because I thought we were trying to play for rings. You trying to play for money or you trying to play for rings? Nah, it's not even a, he, it wasn't even a ring deal. I think it's more of a mentorship deal. Why? Because, bro, there's a clip I got to show you, though. You, it'll make sense. I love Devin Booker, though. Devin Booker is a beast. And then uh, and they just got the young boy, too. And they got two young boys. They got Josh Jackson from Kansas last year, who was a rookie. And then they got old boy from Arizona that uh, that played for the, the Wildcats. That The big boy? Big, yeah. And then they still got Tyson Chandler. But he's on his way out. He's on his way out, but, I mean, like, he's going to still – he could play some sufficient minutes. <clears throat> right. he give you a healthy 18 to 20 a game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a champion, defensive player of the year, former defensive player of the year. Uh, then they got uh, – then, you know, Vince Carter signed with the Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young went to the Hawks, too. Um it's gonna be an interesting yeah. season. K Love re up with the with the, uh, the with the Cavs. They got uh, Sexton over there, um, and then you know we got the big boy uh, Boogie Cousins. He decided to sign with the, the Warriors. Warriors. You know, so I guess we just got another KD over there. You know what I'm saying, bro? That is that is know. the that is the Monstars, bro. That's crazy. That is the Monstars. That's crazy. Um, who else? Um, who went to um I mean, you can't forget DeMar DeRozan going to DeMar San DeRozan San went to San Antonio. San Antonio. We're gonna try to break it down for you as much as we can, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Who um, else? You got uh what else were some um I mean, you have some people that just stayed. Um and you have some role players that end up leaving. You know what I mean? Like right. New York picked up a, a nice rookie. Right. They get rid he of was, Yakking on everybody, Knox was yakking on everybody during summer league. Yeah, and they getting rid of Joe Kim Noah. You know what I'm saying? That's about to happen. Um, and then uh, Boston is trying to re up. You know what I mean? Oh, actually, Greg Monroe just signed with the Raptors too. Who? Greg Monroe. He signed with the Raptors. And Isaiah Thomas just went to the Nuggets yes. for a year deal. And then who who went to? The, did anybody go to Washington? Yes, Dwight Howard went to Washington. Now that could be different. That could be very dangerous because he's Ooh. he's an athletic big. Yeah, he is. He's like athletic and he can play inside and, and he out. plays good defense. People, look, y'all. We know we know the game has kind of moved away from Dwight Howard style of a center, but he's still very athletic. Like he's saying, any 
let's not forget, he was like a three-time defensive player of the year. He could rebound and play defense in that block. Yeah. In that post like none other. So don't sleep on that man. And besides being disrespected by Kobe. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. He, everybody disrespected him. Like, but he, just, he did he just, take the magic to the championship yeah. on his shoulders. He did. He did. He, like he took his, out the calves. I don't his, like that, though. His, uh, I don't like rope, that, though. His support system was... Uh, was um yeah some people yeah Rashard Lewis still people but like Nelson but Jameer I mean they Nelson. weren't superstars no nah. they were great role players yeah yeah come in, in comparison to uh <clears throat> in comparison to who did they play in the championship that year did the Lakers did they lose to the Lakers yeah. in the championship yeah. so I'm just saying like yeah that's that was the Lakers uh that first one Kobe got yeah it wasn't San Antonio that he lost to nah it was uh the Lakers okay but yeah yeah. Like he held that team on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean you just gotta you gotta he, he deserves his Oh yeah his just definitely duty. give the man a respect. He's a Hall of Famer for sure. You believe? Oh yeah, absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. I mean I know his people kinda look at him kinda differently now, but I mean Hey, if Kurt Mello's a Hall of Famer, why not Dwight? That's a true story. You know what I'm saying? That's real talk. Mello's a surefire Hall of Famer. Um you know, uh Chris Paul re upped with uh with the Houston as well. Um, so things is getting different, but let's talk about the big man. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the king. You know what I'm saying? So LeBron James, ladies and gentlemen, this has just been the summer of LeBron, straight up. Yeah. Just straight. We got to call it like it is. Yeah. Yes, the Warriors won. Congratulations to them, if you want to call it all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm still kind of upset about it. But, you know, salute to KD, you know. Yeah. KD re-upped. Yeah. I don't know how the Warriors bench is looking. That's always been suspect. It's looking really suspect now. But they still got Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala. Andre Iggy is getting older. True. So I don't know. But I look at Iggy. Because they lost homeboy too. Uh, Shaggy. Shaggy P? No way. He's not with them no more. Who did he go to? I forgot who he went to. No way. I didn't Swaggy know that. P. Shaggy. No, Swaggy. I think Swaggy P is Because Tony Parker's with Charlotte. Yeah. I think Swaggy P is somewhere else. But look, let's talk about it. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, it happened. What I didn't want to happen has happened. I don't know why this happened. I do. But look, it happened. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not proud to announce that LeBron James decided to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's just, just be clear about something real quick. I'm not a Cleveland Cavalier fan. I am a LeBron James fan. Yeah. Okay. But if there was anywhere he was going to go, he cannot join the Los Angeles Lakers and he did it. So it happened. As of yesterday, you know, he was wearing the uniform. And I was kind of like, uh, what? It's just hard to process. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if y'all know me, I'm a Laker hater. You know what I'm saying? I am who I am. I'm a Laker hater. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a big-time LeBron James fan. I think he's the second greatest basketball player of all time. That's me personally, ladies and gentlemen. You ain't got to agree with it. If you do have some problems with it, you know how to hit me up. Twitter, FB, and IG, Raynell Jamal. It ain't going to never change. You feel me? <laughs> Get at me. Let's talk. You know what I'm saying? AZ Root Bruce Pod. Talk to me. Let's do it. Let's engage in this dialogue. Some dialogue. Me? Let's do that. But, um, you know, Pastor Dominic... If you're listening, we could do this anytime. You feel me? He, call out. We could do this anytime because he loved Kobe. The 
Carmelo. He, he loved Kobe. We could do this anytime. We could do it. Just but uh, because you know, you know, three Shaq rings don't add up to this. I mean, let's not go there though. But uh, but look, look. So LeBron is now a Laker. Let's talk about how it went down. So. I listened to a podcast, right, by ESPN. They kind of gave you a full backstory yeah. of everything that was going to happen. Um, LeBron basically sent the word out to all the teams that was after him, Philly, Houston, um, Boston, everybody, you know, all the teams in the NBA, you know what I'm saying, including the uh, teams overseas. Everybody wanted some of LeBron, you know what I'm saying? The Monstars hit him up from the Looney Tunes area right. of life. You know, everybody wanted some of LeBron, but – he probably put the word out to everybody that he wasn't going to have any meetings. He didn't want to do none of that this time around. He just wanted to kind of have his space to make a decision. But he did grant one meeting with Magic Johnson. See, so he said he didn't want to meet with Jeannie. He didn't want to meet with Palenka, the general manager. He only wanted to meet with Magic Johnson. The legend himself. Yeah, so he's, LeBron was coming in town from a vacation. He was in town one day in L.A., um, and he was gonna fly back out with his family somewhere else. So they met. You know, Magic said they had a great conversation. Um, talked about where you know he see LeBron going in the future. He wanted to change the game plan up of how he plays a little bit. He put out his plan of what he wanted to do with the roster. They don't win now mode, he said. But um, you know, they need some time to build some things up and get some things in order. LeBron decided to sign. Um, now, as the president of the West Coast Division of the LeBron James Fan Club, I've known about this information before it was presented to the public, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, he contacted me. Me and LeBron talked about this a little bit while he was on a private jet, you know, on a PJ. I told him, LeBron, look, I'm not happy about this, but if this is what's going to make you happy, tell Savannah I said, God bless you, love, you know? Yeah. You know, um, come on down here to L.A. Um, so what happened, ladies and gentlemen? And the questions everybody's been asking me is like, everywhere I go, Ray, you know, are you a Laker fan now? You know what I'm saying? LeBron is a Laker, so you got to be a Laker fan now. Yeah. Oh, you, hey, you can't, oh, people have the nerve to tell me you can't root for us. All this other mumbo jumbo. Yeah. So let's let's just end it. Questions, because I know the tribe and want to know too. No, I'm not a Laker fan. Yeah. I won't be a Laker fan. I will never be a Laker fan, but I am a LeBron fan. I don't know how this is going to work. It's complicated, ladies and gentlemen. It's complicated. Um, sure, true. But I will say this though: I will be going to the games. I will be wearing a T-shirt that says "Keep that same LeBron hating energy." I will be taking pictures and posting them on my IG stories in my IG of people who I know by just looking at their face, the disdain on their face that they were LeBron haters before he became a Laker fan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not gonna shy away from it. You know what I'm saying. So when I go to the Laker games, my apparel will be that T-shirt or. Uh, a Miami or a Cavalier jersey. I refuse to put on a purple and gold. Ooh. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because the abuse the Laker fans have done to LeBron over the years, I'm just not going to forget about it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what y'all did to this man? Clowning him. He'll never be Kobe. And Kobe and them begging for him to come. Come save our franchise. King James, please, we need you. You know what I'm saying? Lonzo Ball's not doing it. Yeah, 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 we heard it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't like the one thing I'm going to say before I shut up and get George, and get, I mean, get Jeff's take on this is uh, I don't like the way Magic kind of played my man LeBron, though. Sure. Because I feel like, because, like, look, LeBron 
is is a philanthropist, right? Yeah. Got a big heart. He one thing we know LeBron loves to do is help people in need. It's been like his whole career, bro. <laughs> it's his whole career, exactly. And he's gonna do it again. Hey, Magic, don't make this turn into an MJ at the Wizards situation. I'm not gonna allow it to happen. Let's let's not do it. All right. So. Magic did say Showtime is back, bro. He's, he did prophesy, bro. Hey, I ain't going to lie. Laker fans was lit, boy. He prophesied, bro. Last year, summer, like, he was like, just give me all heads up. Showtime is back. I'm kind of, you know what? Some, that's why I can't rock with some of the Laker fans, man. So fickle, bro. Bruh. So hey, look, fickle. I got to be real. Hey, the powder toss in front of the staples. Come on. I mean, y'all, hey, cut it out. Cut, hey, so just fickle. three weeks earlier, you wasn't rocking with him. He wasn't rocking with him. Right? Huh? All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> but y'all want me to be down with y'all? Nah, I'm good on. Hey. So fickle, bro. Hey, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at, bro. We, we, we rocking with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? So how did you feel about the move? You know, I, I have mixed emotions about it. <laughs> For this, um, I really, I felt now, I felt frustrated with him in the finals. I felt frustrated with him. Very much so. Like, just kind of like I just... I can't really put into words what I was watching. Yeah, it was bad. Like, watching during the final. So, um, I didn't think that... It, I really didn't think it was going to happen. I thought it was just something that was being talked about. I didn't think that the the talks were serious because I'm like, man, you from Akron? Right, right. Like, man, you came back to Cleveland. Man, like you taking your team to three straight finals, you taking them to three straight four. finals, four since they've been back, since he's been back. So he lost three championships to the Warriors. Yeah. So man, bro, like you taking them to taking some taking some punishment, bro. Bro, like you taking them, but I would have loved to see him. Like, man, I'm just gonna hang it up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just love to see him. Like, I'm gonna hang, I'm gonna just hang it up here. Like, that's that's it, you know. Um, but I take the same stance that I take that I took when KD went to the Warriors. I take that same stance. Like, man, everybody deserves a fresh start. Right. Everybody deserves. Um, everybody deserves to make their <clears throat> own choice. Right. Um, man, beyond like beyond him being the basketball player. Right. Do I see it good for basketball? Of course I do. Yeah. I see it good for basketball. Oh yeah. And I see it. He should the league up for sure. I see just where the league is right now in regards to like the because there's a lot of change. It wasn't just like. Yeah. It wasn't like just LeBron and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade all going to Miami to right. play, or Chris Bosh and LeBron joining Dwayne Wade to play in Miami. Like, literally, like the whole like it's some heavy squads, right? Some heavy squads. For some reason, it feel like things kind of evened out a little. They bit. evened out much more. I really don't think that there should be a lot of complaining, right? Because if you look at the East Coast too, like John Wall ain't weak. No, John Wall ain't weak. Bradley Bill is not weak. Not Washington Wizards low key got they're gonna, yeah they they got they, they got, got a, a nice squad. little roster yeah like Boston has a squad yeah. like um who else is in the East Coast Boston Chicago's Chicago, building up something nice like too. they kept Zach Levine yeah um yeah they still have Chris Dunn like there's yeah. a lot of players right that like you know so I think like LeBron's moved to L A OKC still keeping Paul George and um. Of course, keeping they're not going to lose Russell Westbrook unless like they just no. do something yeah, absolutely yeah, dumb. Sure. But I just really think that it was just good for like for the market. I think it's good yeah. for LA. I think right. LA is in the general, Lakers needed it. Can I think? I think somebody said they haven't been in the playoffs in five years. Five years. Whoa. I think it's just like that's with Kobe on the squad. Okay, go ahead. And I, th- I think like 
like Shots of course fired. the Clippers ain't gonna get no form of love. No. God bless us. Nah. I was hoping Bron go to the Clippers. That'd have been dope. I thought that they were gonna try to get Kawhi. They were talking about Kawhi going to the Clippers. Yeah. But I mean, we just lost uh uh Gallinari. Yeah. As well. We like we're we're struggling. we're gonna be struggling for <laughs> yeah, a while, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's gonna and be y'all got rid of the sun too. We got rid of Rivers. We oh, but that needed to happen. Yeah. That needs to happen for Doc. Yeah. And oh, he went Everett. to the, he went to Washington. Ooh. Austin Rivers went to Washington, so they yeah. got a nice. He's a nice sixth, seventh option yeah, for the Wizards, that is bro. True. That is because true. Because they still got uh, Otto Porter, right? But I mean, like, okay. I just think like for the market of LA, I think it really makes them a large market team, right? And it doesn't just give like the Lakers like, hey, we're just going to a Lakers game because we get to go to a Lakers right. game. I think they really have a substantial reason to see Lonzo Ball now in his now in his. Uh, his second year of the yeah. league, they get to see the maturity. He's playing with his favorite player of all time, too. Isn't that crazy? Kuzma. Bro, yeah. like, man, and what kind of mentorship are, like, Kuzma and Lonzo Ball going to get in Josh Hart? Like, Rajon Rondo and King James, two star players who have, like, not just playoff experience, but they have true, like, true, like, championship yeah. experience, what it means to play two with. Two of the best high IQ players yeah. in the game. And, I mean, like, I think it just really – I think for the first time, and which is really deserved, I really think that we're really going to see like the strength and mentality of who Luke Walton is. Right. Because people like, although I understand that Kerr was was giving plays from the from the from the locker room or from like the wherever from his house, right. but like still, like you still need somebody to help manage the game. You still right. need somebody to speak life into the players when they're struggling. Like you, phone contact and face to face contact are totally two different things, you know. And I think like. Um, I man, I think this is the first time where I'm like, man, like, yo, I haven't really heard a lot from from uh, Levar Ball, which has been kind of healthy too. Like, no hate to Levar, but still, like, I think it's just mm-hmm. necessary. Low key, actually, man, I didn't see him, but I saw his squad at uh, in the airport when I went to visit my parents. It was okay. crazy. People was going nuts, and I'm just like, well, wow. I'm, I'm not gonna go into no details. But right, it's right. Kind of like, man, like. It's just you know, so I think like I think there's just a lot of health. I think the Lakers organization is becoming healthy again. Right, it's really becoming like it's really becoming healthy again. You know, it's really crazy to see him in yellow it's and gold. It's crazy. Like you know, Miami that was oh, that was okay. Like the Lakers, the, the Lakers gold. I'm like everybody keep asking like my lady keep trying to get me to get a Laker jersey. That's never gonna happen, man. I would I would get I would get a uh, I would get a jersey for the for the sake memorabilia for memorabilia I just I would do that like, just to rock it like just to rock it for like for, for the house for fashion purposes but I mean <laughs> not as a fan but I mean yeah. like if I got a Laker jersey I would get a Brandon Ingram jersey before I get a yeah. LeBron jersey hey, well, you gonna disrespect LeBron like that I'm not gonna re- disrespect LeBron but you but trying to you trying to go for the future just going for the future going all right, all right. just going for the going for the the future with the present at mind. Right. You know I, mean? I like, like that. I like I that. I can't always jump on the bandwagon, but I most definitely can right. support. You know, Laker fans, hey, like, why, why are y'all jumping on the bandwagon now, though? What, what, come on, answer my questions, ladies and gentlemen. Human. Man. Human. Just human flaw, bro. They just want to jump on this bandwagon now. Just now man. you want to be a LeBron fan, huh? I mean, huh? it's just, bro. It's all good. Hey, you know what? Uh, we ain't accepting any more applications, but you can't root for us, though. Can't be a fan. Though, Real talk. Me? Hey, but check this out. Um, now, being that LeBron is there on the West now, right? Um, 
how do you think the Lakers are going to do? Do you think they're done building the roster as it is now? Absolutely not. Oh, so you think there's still some There's going to be like a couple of, like, tra- trade deadline is trade okay. deadline for a reason. <laughs> okay, okay. They're, they're going to shake some things up. Right. But that means that everybody on the Lakers is going to have, like, 1 through 15. Right. Man, like, Magic Johnson, legend, and whoever, the uh, Rob Palenka's the, the GM, yeah. like, is, man, like, bro, like, they know how to crunch some numbers, bro. Because yeah. look at the, look how they did the squad. And they still you, got enough money for two max spaces. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, I, I can't lie. Okay, look, I'm, I'm about to be honest, y'all. You know, one thing I got to do is keep it 100. Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka has done an excellent job of putting this team in position for success. Now, will they be successful? We don't know that yet because they're not done. But they did an excellent job with clearing cap space and making funds available to do it. We'll say this. This is scary. Think about it. They're already talking about playing LeBron at the five. What? You didn't hear about that? What? You didn't hear about that? No. There's been talks that LeBron, the starting lineup, I think the starting lineup is going to be Kuzma, Ball, Hart, Ingram, and LeBron. Hmm? That's the starting lineup. That doesn't even include Michael Beasley, JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, and uh, Lance Stevenson coming off the bench. Interesting. So is it? I think That's a fast-paced off. Yeah. Offense with who you, who you gonna box out, who you gonna block out? Right. Because that's like the Lonzo Ball. Like I'm not, I'm not a hater of Lonzo. Right. I just don't like how certain things were portrayed for him. I felt right. like at times his dad just put a real dart on his forehead. Right. Right. But that's not my place to judge. So right. Right. I'm just gonna put that out there. But Le- Lonzo is a natural distributor. Yeah. That boy know how to distribute. Like, he does. Like, I mean, one thing that is true, and, I mean, LeVar was right. He does make people around him better. If LeVar, if Lonzo can stay healthy, if Brandon Ingram can be a little more aggressive, if Kuzma and Josh Hart can continue to to do the progression that they were they were that they've been running in summer league and just what we saw last season. Right. That is a dangerous starting five because LeBron is going to get his touches. He's going to get his buckets. Right. No doubt about it. Absolutely. But but and then you got JaVel McGee who can get you an easy seven points, ten rebounds coming off the bench. Right, about two blocks. Two blocks, Lance Stevenson, you don't even need Lance Stevenson to, to score. Right. Just let him play defense. Right. Rajon Rondo, another unselfish player who set a Pelicans record with 26 assists. Ooh. And Michael Beasley, who I think under the appropriate guidance, under the appropriate tutelage, can give you 13, 13 buckets and a couple of a couple of assi- assists per game. So you you really like what Magic Johnson did? Yes, he number one, he did build a team around LeBron. But he also did build just an even kill where, like, he built a strength a strength based team, where right. like you're not just picking up players because you can, but because you want to and you need to. Yeah, and he said can. he was gonna try to go more of a, a defensive route, gritty. Michael Beasley playmaking team. R- Rajon Rondo. Yeah. Lance Stevenson. Yeah. Javale McGee. Those are your defensive players. Playoffs. Oh, easy. LeBron. What team that has LeBron played on that hasn't made to the playoffs? People saying that because it's the West, it's going to be tougher for him to get there, and they don't see him getting there. The only slots that he has to worry about is the top five. He can still make a six or seven slot. Hmm. I'm thinking the teams honestly, that you have to worry about. I'm sorry, like Houston, mm-hmm. Warriors, 
Trailblazers, Utah. I think it'll be better than I think this team will be better than Utah and the Trailblazers. Who who other who are the other teams? Pelicans. San, Pelicans and San, and San Antonio. Antonio. Yeah. Like you can get through those teams. Yeah. But I mean, like you're talking about a Quilas, a, a no Kawhi, no no Tony Parker. But I think the Rosen is gonna be perfect in the pop. Oh, system. it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a perfect match. Me and me and the homie were just talking about that. Oh man, he's a he's a pop style player, man. And I think he has a lot to prove this year. Oh yes. But I mean, like, did the Pelicans really rebuild? They lost Boogie, but did they really rebuild this nah, season? No, they didn't. I think they did sign somebody, but it's not nobody else. I mean, uh, Drew Holiday is a monster. Yeah, he he's locked dope. up Dame Lillard during the. Yeah. But I mean, you he can't just did. you can't hold. Like, are the Pelicans just going to rest on the shoulders of, of Drew Holiday? Should the Lakers make a move to get Dame Lillard? That gonna lie. That would be a match made in heaven right there. That'd bro. be scary. But I mean, who's what? The question is now: Who's willing hey, to sacrifice? Ball, bye, bye, bye. Like. You, but no, my question is, who's willing to sacrifice? Because Damian Lillard is not uh, your, he's not your, yeah, he's not your normal. I can see point him guard. and Rondo getting into it. Not just him and Rondo, but my thing is like him and James. Like, who's willing to sacrifice points? Hey, wait, wait hey, hold on. We already know who the king is. But I'm just saying. No, but you know what? He doesn't have to because LeBron is an unselfish player. That's very true. Unselfish. But I mean, and LeBron would be willing to like, hey, you go ahead get your bucket, John brother. That would be scary, bro. LeBron, you see what he did with Kyrie? Get your buckets. I got you. That would be scary. You know what I'm saying? That would be scary. See, or CJ McCollum can come to the Lakers. Oh, that could be a scary sight right there. But I think I think Ingram is dope because he's size. He got skill. He got the shot. I think he just needs. He has KD potential. He has KD potential. You know what I mean? He has KD um, potential. Okay, so, um, so you, you see him playoffs. I'm thinking they're going to get that fourth spot. Yeah, I I would give them I I would give them four through through seven. Yeah, I'm give giving them that four spot easy. easy. Um, people are saying the person that's gonna win the MVP is gonna be LeBron this year. I think he should have won it this year. He did, and I th- I think that's why he's gonna get it this year. Yeah, um, I think we need a I think we need to change the format of most valuable player and favorite player. Yeah, of the league because James look, Harden. Yeah, do you look at the stats? Me and my dad were just having a great conversation. And I was like, Pops? And he's like, speak, son. I was like, yo, LeBron deserved MVP. He's like, why do you think so, son? And I was like, when they compared the stats, Ooh. 82 versus 72, LeBron James carried his team all the way, besides playoffs, carried his team to uh, a second spot Yeah. out of 82 games. Like, No, they were the third seed. Third seed. They went through everybody in the league. 82 games, right? Ooh. 82 games. With multiple roster changes mm. in the middle of the season, full roster change basically. Like full roster change because like you lost Kyrie in the beginning, right? And then you lost four core players. Man, like imagine that team would have gelled though. Like that team that they traded everybody for. Yeah, they would have got a, at least a year to really get it together. It could have been something beautiful, especially on the East. Bro, they could have gelled. Yeah, but. They got damaged goods, man. Yeah. You know I'm saying Danny Age is a goon for that one. He a goon for he pulled the ultimate heist. Um, all right, so check this out. Yeah. Being we talk about the summer of LeBron, we gotta talk about the major accomplishment. Yeah, man. Um, this man has done. Um, you know, if you a LeBron hater after what just went down, 
I don't know what to tell you no more. We can't talk no more. Um, after I dismantle you on the IG and the FB contact, yeah. you know, just don't talk to me no more. But nah, he uh he opened up a school, man. The I Promise School. Like I said, it's continuing the summer. LeBron, he got multiple projects coming out too, as far as filming. Yeah, television. I love his undisputed series. Yeah, bro. his undisputed stuff is popping. He just got a show called Shut Up and Dribble, a three part docu series coming out on Showtime. It's called Shut Up and Dribble to the lady from Fox News. Shut up and report the news. How about that? <laughs> but yeah, Hilarious, <Larry> yeah, uh, <laughs> he's Larry. doing his thing. Um, love that undisputed though. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, and I found out that him and Draymond own that. They 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 enemies on the court. <laughs> yeah, business, business partners all. Hey, LeBron ought to make money, man. Bro, he understands his brand so much. How he know how to monetize it? It's just Bro, crazy. He, I gotta. He need a him and Scooter Braun need to write a book. Let me ask you a question, man. Share, ask sir. Be real with me, man. Be honest all the way. Should I give me a pair of Lebrons this this year? Bro, you've been talking about Lebrons for the last seven. You think I should get me a pair? Grab your LeBrons. I think I'm gonna give me some. I mean, look, okay, ladies and gentlemen, I I am happy that he's in LA because I get a chance to see him play. You know what I mean? Um, Gotta get your tickets now, though. It's looking bad, bro. I looked at the the, the camera the other day. Looking, looking grim, brother. It's looking grim. What are nosebleeds? Nosebleeds is looking. 150. No way, not for no nose. Yeah, it depends on what game you go see. They bring it back the, uh, bro, the, you the know, Shaq and Kobe. All right, day. so look, ladies and gentlemen, we live in um we live in the IE, right? Yeah. Um so usually the Lakers play the preseason games in Ontario at the at Citizen the, Bank Arena. At the Citizens Bank Arena. Are you sold out? They're not doing it no more there. They're doing them at the Staples Center this year. Yeah. What about the Clipper tickets? <laughs> oh, did Clipper nosebleeds for the preseason game with the Lakers at the Honda Center is 50 bucks starting at 53 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. I will go do that. But the thing is about preseason, I'm, it's not a guarantee LeBron even going to play. play. I can't take that chance. I got to see the man play. Bro. But so, yeah, we might have to go do the Clipper game thing, you know. Um, Get a but, nice $75 ticket below the nosebleeds. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so the preseason games is being played at the at the Staples Center, and they're not even on sale yet. They go on sale with regular season tickets. It's over, bro. Sold out. That lets you know right now Sold that out. LeBron changed the game. So LeBron opened up a school called the I Promise School. This school is it's a public school. Number one, people need to remember this, this is not a private school or a charter school. This is. He partnered with the city of Akron to open up a new public school, not for privileged or like honor students type of like a excellent. Like is is this is for kids that are struggling in school, so the courses or accelerated courses to get them up to normal reading levels to perform it on in education in the classroom at yeah the level they should be at for their grades so um he got programs for the whole entire family which is amazing so basically the school year is longer and then you go to school from nine to five crazy right um each kid get a bicycle with a helmet if you live within two miles of the school you get free transportation they have job placement programs for their parents 
also they help the parents get GEDs if they don't have it, right? They have a food pantry there. So the kids would get uh, breakfast, lunch, and a snack, right? And they have a food pantry so that if the is I know special, right? So if the if the parents are having trouble feeding the kids, there's a food pantry, food bank there that provide food for the families. And this is the kicker right here. And people don't realize this. With $41 million of his own personal money, he invested in the education of all of these kids. So right now the school opened up with just third grade, right? Each year is going to, each year is going to introduce a new grade. So it's going to go from third grade all the way to eighth grade. If these kids decide to go to the uh, University of Akron, if they graduate from this school and go to the and decide to further education to the University of Akron, they get free tuition. He is paying for their entire tuition at the University of Akron. If you are a graduate from the I Promise School, ladies and gentlemen, how in the entire world can you hate on a man with the heart like that? That's game. That is Freaking a changer. That right there. When I read the mission statement in the, the specs of the school, it blew my mind. I was like, whoa, this man gets it. He understands it. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there who might not even relate to this, but this is important for our community. And so many, this man said, they asked him, they said, why is it that you have the school year longer and you have the school days longer? He said, because I want to build an atmosphere here where we're a family. And the longer you're around family, the less out of trouble you'll be. You, he said, like, the less trouble you'll be in. He says, so to keep kids from going into gangs, to keep kids from hitting the streets, let's keep them at school. Let's create a family atmosphere where you will want to be around your family. So after the school, they have different programs as far as like tutoring available, um, different things available for them to be a part of. I mean, I mean, come on. Let's just give a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in your car, if you're at your desk, you know what I'm saying? You at the gym, stop what you're doing right now. Give a round of applause to this man because this man is, is doing what he can, not only for the black community, but for America. Honestly, like, that's why I be telling people, like, we'll get into the other part of this, but this is what you call, he's doing his part. He's using his platform to make America great again by education he's attacking the problem areas that was been neglected for so long he's touching public you know how many you know you know how long public schools has just been losing less and less money programs are now getting bro generations are being affected bro this is the when i okay when i first read this i was like this is a legacy move bro that's Genera- a legacy Gener- bro like but this is not like this is not one of those things of like and I gotta we gotta reiterate this. This is a public school. But this is like two, but on two things, bro. This is not like say I decide like say my family, right? Right. 
has like a long list of like we don't finish education right right and say like if i'm say if i'm in the seat of a, of a parent like right. if i and i have two like a, a youngin or two right right and i'm not in the position to help my my seed make the transitions to move forward right right well lebron james is not only it's like it's not that now my seed gets the opportunity to change the trajectory of what the family line looks up to like lebron james literally is affecting two or three people at the same time yeah and changing the trajectory that now like mom and dad and son and daughter now all leave the house yeah saying i'm educated now yeah i have the opportunity to get a job now i have the opportunity to provide right and even as parent i i might not be able to say like it's not not that it's going to turn from beverly hillbillies overnight but now i have the opportunity to provide for my kids so like we're going to utilize the system so now like as i'm moving forward like they get to accelerate yeah 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 (laughs) it's it's next level bro like this is like this is on some next level community building right here. This is on some stuff that honestly, like, you know, this is this is kind of stuff like, you know, I hear a lot of criticism of people when they talk about the, the football players who protest, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I hear people say things like, well, won't they just do what they're going to do? Why are they seeking attention, right? Wanted this one they just do it. Oh no, but they're too busy laying up in their mansions. They're too busy to do this. Number one, you don't know what they're doing because a lot right. of the stuff they do don't get publicized. I know athletes that come back to Pomona High School and give to their schools all the time. Right. And I'll never I never hear about it be on uh ESPN or national news. Right. So we don't know. So you're just assuming. Right. Um but this is putting your money where your mouth is and $41 million of your own money. His own money, they said. This wasn't him, like, lobbying. Right. I'm sure he had, of course, he built a team with his foundation right. to get the public school to, to, to create it and, you know, uh, get all the certifications and everything in order to make this possible. But to say, you know what, hey, here's $41 million of my own money. This money is designated to people to go to the University of Akron. If they do it, everything's paid for. Don't even worry about Man, it. Speak truth, bro. Like, <laughs> come on now. Like, hey, more than an athlete for reals. That's right. Hey, that's when he say that, if you out there trying to hate when he say that, just know when it comes to LeBron, you can't hate. This dude, and you know, people got mad at him when he said, My voice means too much for my community. So I won't shut up and dribble. I saw a lot of people say like, oh, he act like he's better than himself. He's bigger than what he is. Your voice don't mean nothing. No, this is what he meant. <laughs> he had things in the works that was coming down the pipeline that was like, 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 like Jeff just said, was going to affect generations. So he knew, no, I'm not going to just stop. I got to speak up because I got some kids. I'm going to pay their way through college, through school. I'm going to take care of their families too. And, uh, they need to know that I'm here fighting for them. Speak truth, bro. You feel what I'm saying? So, I, and I think too, man. Like, I think there's nothing. I think there's nothing wrong with being able to humbly 
recognize your influence. It's right. just like any any pastor, <clears throat> right? To say like, man, there's man, like, do you follow Chris Durso? Yes. On Twitter, did yes. you see what he talked about like two weeks ago? No. So he was talking about, um, and this is man, this is no diss to anybody, but he was like, man, like he was like because of my influence, I just can't walk into a club. He was like, the only time I walk into a club is to pray for people yeah. that have requested, like, hey, I'm in this situation. I need you to come down and pray for me. He's like, but I'm not just kicking it just to kick it there. Right. Now, we know that there are some people that don't always, that don't abide by that guideline. Right. But he recognizes his influence. Right. Like, he recognizes his, his platform. Like, and so he's saying, like, man, because I understand my platform, I understand that there's a responsibility that comes with this. Right. And because, also because of my platform, because this is the thing, man, like, if, like, Let's let's flip the page, right? Let's yeah. let's 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 flip the coin. Let's see it on the other side. Mm-hmm. If somebody were to say, like, man, like Akron, Ohio is like the most uneducated city in the United States of America, right? I promise you, people are like, where's LeBron at? Yeah, absolutely. He has all this money. He has all this influence, right? So, like, the unfortunate thing is, like, sometimes, like, at the end of the day, society don't know what they want, right? And sometimes, like, we put so many. Put so many unfair expectations on people because they either have money or they don't have money. They have influence right. or they're trying to create influence. Right. Like we put these really weird barriers Super in, weird. like yeah. guidelines on people on how they're supposed to live. It's like this is the fact. Like at the end of the day, like this dude recognizes his influence. Like, like especially with these latest LeBrons. I'll be honest with you. I was like, man, I might have to get me a pair of yeah. some kids, yeah. some, yeah. some kids, <laughs> fifteens, bro, right? Sixteens, right. whatever they are. But it's like. Man, you can't deny the influence. You can't deny, right. like, you can't deny the effect that he's having on culture. Like, like, man, like, if we want to, if we want to go there, like, if you want to bring the LeBron, the LeBron Jordan, like, comparison, right? We gotta and go add, there and add the Kobe element to that. We gotta go there. Like LeBron, like Michael Jordan created created the door for basketball to to affect culture right lebron james decided to capitalize it on a totally different scale totally he went a muhammad ali route bro like man like Like a real real you know what i mean so it's just kind of like one of those things of like man like man like yo like i commend the dude like man honestly like i knew that what he was doing was big but i ain't gonna lie to you bro you'll see it on my twitter like I'm trying not to like. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, like, yeah. bro, like, I know there's fire out here in the city, but yeah. why my ears getting like no. my ear duck? bro, like that's special. That's like that's that's life changing. That's like that's life changing. And so like, special. I think that um, we take things like that for granted. We take people Easy. like that for granted because we don't. We're so caught up in our opinions that we don't want to take the time out to realize that somebody is providing. A need, bro. He's like, dude, he's like, providing an answer to a solution that we've been complaining about, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, I'm. It's not my job. No, I won't even go there. It's that's not fair. But I will say, like, um, like, and I give even if we want to ask somebody, like, Derrick Rose did something very similar. Yeah, I was about to, say, add, I was about to shut he, out the other people. Yeah, like where he added, um. He did like the scholarship thing. Yeah. Like I think he gave like was a four thousand dollar scholarship. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was something really special. Yeah. You know? And I'm not saying there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of things special. And I think like we need to do a better job in society 
man, of course things are getting hard. Things are things are real, but we yeah. need to celebrate more people. That are we got to, man. Like, let's take the moment to celebrate Jalen Rose for his uh, Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. I've been knowing he's been doing this for a while. Yeah, I'm a fan of his. Um, Diddy opened up a school in Harlem. Um, Andre Agassi has a school. Angelina Jolie has a school. Um, I know. I think Biombo he opened up a school in his country. Okay. Just recently. Okay. Um, that was a big dream of his. Um, look, I would like to say this because I know athletes in today's climate is not getting a lot of love for what they do for their community because people assume they don't do much for their community. Any athlete that's out there that's doing something for their community, whether it's seen or unseen, the AZs and Rube Bruce podcast, the Tribe Called Blessed, salute you and we thank you and you appreciate it. We want to we, we want to see you shine. Keep shining, King. Keep shining, Queen. Keep doing what you're doing and building up a generation of children or a, of, of good law-abiding citizens. Yeah, that are going to affect. That are going to make change. Yeah, in a big or small way. This influence is going to. Yeah, this influence is going to. It's going to do some major things in the in the years to come. And we thank you, man, because you don't have to do it. And it's special. It's special. You are heroes to us. So yeah. we thank you. Yeah. We thank so you. We, as we're talking about change, um, there was um, there were some headlines that really took took weight right this week. And um, what we saw was um, President Trump um, was with majority black leaders who are pastors in the United States of, right. I think various various uh, size sizes and influence I um, think they were like inner cities or something was majority saying? inner cities yeah right, okay. majority inner cities or yeah majority inner cities but it caused it brought more negative yeah response than it did positive right and um specifically one of the individuals that that was really in the middle of it which in a way, I could I see a totally different lane on this. Um, Me too. I see yeah. a totally different lane on this, but, but we'll we'll dive into it. We'll dive. Um, was John Gray? Yes. Um, let me ask you this question, Ray. Number what? What number one? There's going to be multiple questions. Right. Um, in one, number one, how did you feel about seeing all those pastors? Yeah. In the room with President Trump, mm-hmm. um, specifically. Specifically, with all the things that have come behind President Trump, right? How do you respond? How do you feel when the one of the pastors I forgot his name, almost God knows his name, yeah, um, said that that President Trump is the most pro-black president that we've ever experienced in the United States, yeah. How do you feel also, thirdly, about uh, Lemon off of CNN having this conversation with Pastor John Gray? And in a way, I kind of felt like you're trying to jam him up, I, yeah. It's like he was trying to. Um, he was trying to bring. Like he would chastise him a little bit. Chastise him, I think, trying to bring him out of character. Yeah. But how did you feel, like about uh, like just in general, like the the. Well, okay. The thing is, I watched the whole thirty-minute session of that meeting. Got you on YouTube. I didn't even know that it was taking place until I saw the after effects right. of it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, how society. I, how I found about how I found out about it was. Uh, a certain Instagram page was kind of like they posted up a picture of uh, John Gray. He posted a message on his Instagram and basically saying why, like, I'm going 
to go meet with the president, basically. And then a picture came out of him sitting next to President Trump. And then, you know, this one post was like, man of God, I hope you know what you're doing because the Bible speaks about aligning yourself with evil. All of this stuff, right? <laughs> okay, so this is how I've always felt about these type of situations. <clears throat> I feel as a believer, and I want to speak as a believer in as a man, as a natural human being, you have enough wherewithal we like to call it discernment. Yes, sir. Within yourself to separate the real from the fake. I think that the whole us versus them mentality is not always fruitful. And what it does is what we're doing is allowing ignorance to cause a divide when all we have to do is communicate. Now, when we communicate, that doesn't necessarily mean we have to leave that meaning agreeing with one another. But what we can do is see each other's points of views, get a little bit of better understanding and be like, oh, you know what? I was all wrong. Or, okay, I have a better understanding and this is the reason why I can't align myself with you. Let's respectfully part our ways. But I think having a seat at the table was very important um, for our culture as, as black men or black culture and as the church. I think I'm not really um, against people meeting with President Trump. What I am against is people meeting with President Trump for their own personal agendas and you're trying to mask it with saying, oh, I'm going in the name of the Lord, or I'm trying to go. You feel what I'm saying? But I think if you know, like, so with John Gray, I am a very, I pray for John Gray. I'm a, I'm a supporter of him. I enjoy his word. He has not shown me anything whatsoever of him being somebody that is trying to seek attention. Right. I think his fruits actually really speaks for himself. He come off very authentic. He doesn't seem like he's a type of person that's trying to just clout chase. In a way, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. I mean, like. I mean, like, just gen genuinely. Like, yeah. not saying that he doesn't need it. But I just, like, man, like, I think his. He speaks for himself. Like, his. I, act, his actions yeah. and his, his fruit doesn't lie. His yeah, his fruit, his influence, yeah, his godly influence. I think it just speaks for itself. Okay, so <laughs> I don't have a problem with people meeting with President Trump. I think that, like I said, the us versus them mentality is not always fruitful. I think we got to kind of pick and choose how we choose to think like that. Now, when it comes to things that are just hard, bottom line, a. This is against what I everything I believe in. I will not rock with that. Then, boom, I feel you. But if you're just saying us versus them, just be on the sake of just saying us versus them, like where are we gonna get? Like, where where are we gonna go from there? Yeah. So that's just my personal opinion. So I have no problem with people um, meeting with President Trump whatsoever. Um, with John with John Gray. Okay, I'm gonna be very transparent right now. So. If you, if you guys notice, you will know more than anything that I kind of haven't spoke anything about politics in a long time. That's so true. 
I've been very quiet about it. I haven't said anything. And there'd be some posts I see, I just be wanting to be like, ah! But it's because of this. I feel it is the thing with President Trump is I don't know where he stands on anything. I believe that um, because I don't know that, it's best it's best if I just pray. So what I do every morning, and I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys, um, I stop criticizing him and start praying for him. And I felt that's what God was putting on my heart to do. So every morning when I get up for work, um, I'm on my way to work when I'm praying. I pray for him. I pray for his family. I pray for the cabinet. Um, and these are exactly what I pray for. I pray for the cabinet. I pray for their families. I pray for wisdom. And I pray for godly influence to deliver wisdom to him. Now, this is the thing. We have to realize this. It's up to him to take wisdom like it is for anybody. God could present wisdom to you every day. But if you choose not to take it, that's on you. But what I pray is that a person with godly influence would have his ear with concerning our country. Because the way I look at it is that. Our children will have to deal with some of the decisions that he make. Easy. You feel what I'm saying? So and he needs, instead of my criticism, I'm going to give him my prayers. Because more than anything, um, whether I agree with him or not, I want to see him do what's best for this country. And from what I do know, any leader in the Bible that chose to do anything to God's children don't do what God asked him to do, he has removed them. Mm. Right? Yes. All right. Well, so who's going to be better than knowing what to do than my words? I mean, me criticizing him on Facebook and Twitter absolutely does nothing. That's real. So, I'd rather vote and pray. <laughs> That's Yo. You feel what I'm saying? That's the slogan right <laughs> there. Vote and pray. That's Vote what I pray. choose to do. So, if you notice, ladies and gentlemen, I haven't said anything about this man because... I don't know where he stands. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so when I saw Pastor John Gray there, I looked at it like, oh, this is a prayer answered. Wow, God. Because he is like he is a man that I I I know who is about the kingdom. Yeah. You know? So John Gray even said this. He responded before even all that the controversy happened. He was like, Look, I know y'all saw me with the president. He said, but I didn't go. As a Republican, I didn't go as a Democrat. He said more than any, he said before any of that. He's I'm a I'm a Christian. I went there because I was sent. I, I respect that. You feel what I'm saying? Now, um, I feel like um, it's necessary for us to be able to have a seat at the table. I feel like um, if anybody gonna have a seat at the table, I'll definitely have somebody like John Gray. Um, and I think we got to be careful with criticizing it because people was criticizing Martin Luther King for meeting with JFK, for meeting with Lyndon Johnson. Look at the history of that. Black folks was not happy with that. And think about it. They were living in way more oppressed times than we are now. And people was not feeling him doing that. But because he was obedient, he changed the world, changed our country. So I, who am I to say that's wrong to go meet? with the president i don't know um 
I don't know, man. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. So I don't think it was anything wrong that you, what John Gray did. Um, now, as far as the brother that's going to say, <laughs> the brother that's going to say that he's the most pro-black president, I think sometimes, man, like I said, you know, the real from the fake. You, people, look, if you pay attention, people motives will show. You just have to give it enough time and watch. That's why I said, let me stop criticizing because you get so caught up in criticizing, you're not watching. You're not observing. So, I mean, come on, brother. Like, hey, all you gotta do is pick up a history book, my man. Or not even that. How do we know? How we even give it enough time to see if we're really benefiting from these policies that's in place? People got to realize this. Because there's, because things look good now, you got to really judge a president off of things years from now. Yeah. Yeah, he can make some immediate changes, but will they last? What's going to be the ripple effect? What's going to be on the back end? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, the the most pro-black president ever i i can't rock with that i'm sorry i can't rock with it i know people probably gonna get mad at me who believe otherwise but uh, nah i think it's too soon to say that um i have a problem this is one thing i do have a problem with. i'm gonna keep it all the way transparent share brother the thing i have an issue with 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 our president is you know, on one end, he'll do something good. Then on the other end, he'll do something horrible. You feel what I'm saying? And I just don't know how I feel about that because he's like a walking contradiction. We all are. And I'm not saying to be perfect. But it's like you can't, like, go feed the homeless. There got to be some consistency. Yeah, like, you can't go feed the homeless and then the next day you cussing the homeless out because they're asking you for money. You're looking like, like I just don't get some of the things he do. It's just like, so I don't want to... I don't want to. I mean, like what you're saying is really. It's checking me. Okay. It's checking my heart, but it was just kind of hard for the pastor to be like, "Yo, he's the most pro-black uh, president that we've ever had." And then the next day, John Lin, Lin, uh, Lemon made Don Lemon yeah. made LeBron James look smart, and that's tough to do. It's and he's like, the dumbest man on television. And you just disrespect Maxine Waters, calling her low IQ Mexican. He even said that the the Mexican he's a, the Mexican president. He's going to build in the wall. He's Mexican. That's what he said about the Mexican president. He's Mexican. And the dude was like, well, "Don't you? That's kind of racist." No, it's not. Not at all. And I was like, "Whoa!" Like I'm just saying, like, yeah. This is what I have a problem with, man. People that and it just 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 baffles me people and i know people voted for him for different reasons and I, i'm not even gonna i mean you have your right that's your right to do that but like to be to totally disregard character integrity and morality all because you like that he's doing what you want him to do policy wise i can't fully rock with that you know what i'm saying it's like bro. I just have an issue with that. And I say things I have with certain, I'm not going to lie, with certain Christians who ride so hard. It's like, yo, this is Trump all day. Make America great again. Yo, dog, he just, you, see, you hear what he just said? But this is the thing, man. He he doesn't really know how to say things because, you know, his. so you're giving excuses. 
Yeah, I hear you, bro. I don't, I don't get that. So I, the best thing for me to do is just bow out. Hey, and just pray. I'll just pray for you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, the whole pro black thing, I, I don't get that. I can't agree with that. I'll continue to pray for him every morning, though. I'll pray for that pastor. Um, I still need to see some things. I seem to, he still need to show me. Yeah, man. That's how I look at it. What about you? How'd you feel about the pastors when you found out about it? You see, kind of, kind of, kind of late, right? Yeah, I saw like the first thing I saw, like I think on IG, I saw a picture. Mm-hmm. Number one, I don't see anything wrong with it if it if it's really about change. Yeah. Whether Democratic or Republican, right? Um, I love what John Gray said. Um, he said, "Man, like I was just there to be a voice." Yeah. And I think which is needed. Yeah, and I think like if there is nobody to be a voice or if there's nobody I think education is very important absolutely um God like God knows what took place before before those meetings God knows what took place after we don't and I think sometimes like well he did push a bill through did push a bill through it didn't get voted on yet yeah but I'm saying like even after the fact when the cameras were off yeah and I think sometimes like man like to, just to be honest one of the things that like I'm truly working on and my uncle broke down the scripture for me because I was being accountable, like being careful with just creating scenarios in my head that don't exist yet. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes like we can believe our own story. We can get caught up in some web, a web of lies. Right. You don't even realize it. And so my thing is like, I know, I know from what media has showed me and what people I know have experienced just on a, la- a, a level of like prejudices and racism. I, I know it's real. Yeah, and I'm not. I can't put that all on on Donald Trump because right. that was happening before Donald Trump right. became president. Now, has it appeared to rise right. since since his candidacy? Right, we can't deny that. Right, you know. And um, but what I what I do appreciate number one, what I appreciate what that you said is like instead of consistently talking about it or giving room for it, I think sometimes my issue has I've given room to so much of the negativity that I forgot to oppose it with prayer right you know now my thing is like man if john gray and other pastors felt that it was necessary for them to have that meeting who am i to say that they weren't right if if john gray and those pastors were there to literally bring change and to bring a conversation of like hey mr president hey current white house cabinet there are some things that are taking place in our nation and it's affecting this particular group right and we really need you guys to consider that who, right. who am i to say no Right. Also, my thing is, who am I to say for the people that were looking out for their own agenda? Yo, because at the end of the day, like as as a as as a, I'm going to say this as a believer, it's going to come out super spiritual, but it is what it is. Like at the end of the day, as a sinner, as flesh, there is something at the end of the day that I'm always looking out for number one. Yep. And sometimes, you know, I'll use we'll always use a particular platform or a particular angle to get our way. We're right. all that way. Now, right. when I come to the foot of the cross, when I've come to Jesus and I'm like, yo, God, like these are my issues and these are my mistakes. And I believe that the Lord will redeem me when I come correctly. Right. So my thing is like, man, for those pastors to go and, and I believe that I won't say that all, but I do believe that there was a, more than majority yeah. of the pastors. there, literally going there to seek change Yeah. for the rest of them. I can't point them out, right. but I think that was in transition to my statement of John Gray. I think that was a really strong statement to say that president Trump was the most pro-black president especially specifically specifically of what we've seen across the united states since his candidacy and since him becoming official president this is the thing um 
we need to be willing whether it is with the president or with our neighbor to have uncomfortable conversations absolutely 100 percent um i was really i was really encouraged by uh somebody that i really hold dear um in the workplace saying jeff you shouldn't be afraid to bring up these conversations either because at the current moment i'm the only african-american in my sector at my job right so they were like you know only african-american male to be exact right like only african-american only african-american male right and i think across the agency for our for our sector they're like you shouldn't be afraid to have those conversations and i was just like yo like take the nod you know and i think just like in general i think we need those conversations and leadership one of the things that one of my managers said which was so key is like you know leadership needs a sounding board too absolutely you know and we need to be able to hear we need bounce back and sometimes like you know i think as God can change the heart of the current cabinet, maybe there was some sounding board that really needed to take place that yeah. we're not aware of, you know? Right. So, I mean, it was it a strong statement. Was it the smartest statement, I think, to say? Absolutely not. Right. Because, man, even if you see, even if you see a fruit tree, even if you see an apple tree, like, you got to make sure that those apples are healthy. Come on now. Come on sure now. You better talk that you talk. Got, you got to make sure that, you know, that there ain't. There ain't no things in it. You know what I mean? Like, we do have pictures of worms coming out of, of, of apples. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Pesticides. Yeah. Things that need to be yeah. cleansed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's just like one of those things. But man, like, like I said, when you make a decision now, you ain't gonna see the real fruit of it until on yeah. the back end. You know what I mean? Like, so. I mean, like, fruits have to have its seasons. Yeah. You know, there is there is a, a soil a soil pruning aspect. Yeah. Like, you, you really got to... It has to do its work, you know? Right. So, um, I man... You know, I just really, like, my thing is, man, John Gray, like, man, like, if you look at John Gray's track record, and not just even the TV stuff, but the st- the stuff, like, he, it kind of goes back to the LeBron thing. Like, I really believe that John Gray, and I've been following John Gray for a long time. Right, you just, put me on him a long time when ago. When he was just doing, like, the comedian stuff. Yeah. The comedy stuff. Yeah. Man, to really see, to really see, like, his track record of him really wanting to help people, um, I, I would have before people just called him out. I would have rather people DM'd him. I, I, let's, and that's the, and, let's get into that. And bro, like so, because I, I got something to say about that. Like I really feel like I think we've, man. I thank God for free will, and I thank God for technology that allows us to express ourselves. But just because like we have free will and the and the ability to to express ourselves doesn't make us uh, experts at that in that field, right? And sometimes like we have to be careful of mistaking the voice of the Lord to speak something over our emotions. You know, like we'll like cause sometimes we'll say, like, man, the Lord told me to say something. And sometimes it's not really the Lord telling us. Sometimes it's our emotions wanting to speak on something that we feel very passionate about. Um and, you know, and I just think people yeah. like I think some people like I think if I think if people the people that I believe would have called him out that really care about it was it really like the thing is like was it really about it was it really about the care of john gray was it really the care of the community or was it just like you really want to get some attention to say something and i think the people that really if there were people that really wanted to call him out they would have called him out privately what does the word of god say right if you have an offense with the brother you take it to the brother you take it to the brother you pull him to the side you get it right yeah you don't put it on instagram to say i have you know what I mean? I, I like I've, and yeah. I'm and again I think some some things and after 
what are the next steps, man? I, I went to this brother, man. He didn't want to get it, you know, get it right, or he didn't like there wasn't any repentance. Then we take it, but you know that there was none of that. People just like, yo, John Gray, he in it for himself. He ain't doing it for the community. Like, bruh, like when 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 the hurricanes took place in Houston, the day of, him and his wife created a a a five hundred one c three organization so that they can take care of the people of Houston. Do you, don't you? Was that for his own benefit? <laughs> Man, um, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. All right, so that was something I really just, I'm going to be very honest. Um, I was very, very disappointed <laughs> in a lot of um, these some of these Christian leaders when this happened um, to send out tweets condemning all of the pastors that was there like you said Instagram post to say that it was evil to say that God is not in it yeah I'm trying to figure out in what Bible are you preaching from that says otherwise um they even even sat at the feet of Solomon as he was trying to kill him. Yeah, Saul. Yeah, I mean Saul. Yeah, Saul. As he was trying to kill him, he didn't even try to kill him. He was like, "You know, I could take you out right now because you're really wilding right now. Wilding out. You're wilding right now, homie. Straight Nick Cannon. But bro. because I have respect for you, I'm not going to do you like that. So I'm trying to figure out in what way are we. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why, why, like why. Um, I think that this man. I think um, I'm like you. You could have called that man. You could have DM'd him. You could have seek. Oh, or not even that. You could have just prayed for him. Right. That's what you could have done. You couldn't have said nothing and just prayed for him. Like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on, Lord. I'm gonna put that in your hands. You feel me? Right. But if you don't have a relationship with him, you definitely should not just be up there. Blasting them, right? And I just didn't get that. That that disappointed me, man. I was like, and it was some respect people that I highly respect. Yeah. That I was kind of like, not you, really. Yeah. I was like shocked. Yeah. Um, but it goes to show you, man, that first of all, leaders are human, just like we are. They dealing with things too. Dealing with them things. <laughs> they dealing with some things. Take a talk. Um, I personally believe that some of them wish it could have been them. So I'm gonna keep them one hundred. Um, but Kermit this is the, the thing. Frog on that buddy. Huh? Kermit the frog on that buddy. But I'm gonna say this though. Every opportunity to sit down with a leader is not always the opportunity to check that leader. Leaders need love too. So people saying like even the harsh ones. Oh, why didn't he go talk and say things like this? Like you said just recently, like you just just said, you don't know the ins and outs of the arrangement, which we'll get into John, John Gray being on down limit where he broke down everything. Um, and if you think that, look, man, <laughs> a lot of people go talk a talk, but walking that walk is a totally different thing, brother. That man, you feel me? So, but I heard somebody say, "Are we, why, why?" I'm gonna just be honest because he did it publicly. Pastor Jamal Bryan. I have a lot of respect for Pastor Jamal Bryan. 
but he he went off on John Gray. When dog, and I was kind of hurt. I didn't, about even that. Wa- I didn't even watch the thing, but I didn't even want to. Do man, that, like that that jacked me up, bruh. That jacked me up because I was like, he's like, I called my brother and my brother did not respond. So I decided that it's time for me to respond. Like he went all the way in. I was like, my man, like really? He's like, were you, why weren't you willing to be arrested? But I was like, yo, this man has a family. He has kids. He has a flock. He has a congregation. There's not always the right answer, bruh. That's not the right way to go about it. You feel me? Like, this, and then we have to be honest. So let's be real, real. Forgive me, Lord, if I'm out of line. But that's why you wasn't invited. You can't have that mentality everywhere, bro. Hey, Malcolm X wasn't invited to the White House. Martin Luther King was. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. Jesus was a revolutionary too, but he knew how to conduct himself. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. We have to know how to, everything ain't to go rah-rah all the time. Sometimes you got to be dignified and sit at, the, sit at the table like, go ahead. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, um, Leader, uh, President Trump. With all due respect, um, I appreciate the opportunity to sit here in front of you. But in order for me to endorse you, I have to ask you a couple of questions. As long as we get this clear, then I could go ahead and move forward with, talk that talk, with, Rick. with, with, with considering endorsing you for whatever you choose you think i should stand behind you behind let me ask you a question just number one off the back and forgive me if there's any disrespect but my community is concerned about some of the rhetoric that you that you uh talk how you talk so is are you racist no i mean come on i mean like that's like can we be honest like are you like if you're gonna be like but going in there like this Oh, let me just tell you right out. Let me just right. tell you right now. No, I'm not going to endorse you because you are racist. You said this like, how, Start, you feel no, what I'm I saying? Get it, bro. You gotta, you gotta go in there with some sense. Like so, hey, look, man, I just gotta ask you: Do you have a problem? Are, are you, are you racist? People say you are, but I'm asking you as a man, face to face, are you? Because I don't want to believe what other people say. You, nah, bro, you right. I want to ask you man to man, face to face. Look at me in my eyes. Because you're a man about action. You're a man about being strong and being leadership. Leaders ask other leaders questions. Are you racist? No. You're right, bro. Okay. You say you're not? Well, explain to me some of this. You Because right. you're asking for me to endorse you and to have your back. So I need to know how to defend you. I need to know what you really stand for. Stand for. Yeah. Where do, are you a believer? Are you really? Right. What 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 scriptures do you stand on? What church do you attend? Who is your spiritual leader? No. Can right. we? I mean, like, but if you go in there, oh, you're not a man of God. You're not a believer. Oh, I can just tell by the way you act. You got all these girls on the side. This that. Like, come on, man. We all we all fall short, brother. But you got to know how to go. Ahead. Read the story of Esther. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Come on now. And I think like we gotta just people gotta check themselves, man. Like really gotta check themselves. So how dare them? Because John Gray didn't pick up the phone, you gotta go on Periscope and wild out on him. Right. What if he just wanted to be with his wife? He does he have to answer on the first call? Does he have to call you back right away? Like we gotta really start checking ourselves, man. Like it's not the way to go about it. And then look what it led to. So let's talk about John Gray going on Don Lennon. 
Don Lemon. Right. Right. I saw that interview actually. Um Man, I'm gonna be real. I'm just gonna be real. I was disappointed in that interview. Because I felt so basically he went on there to apologize for him meeting with the president. Now let's go through the details. Don Lemon was asking him questions like why um, did he know things were going to be like so John Gray said when he was invited he told them that he didn't want to take any pictures he didn't want to do any media they were only going there to talk about prison reform and he said I went there because his family you know other families that are dealing with people who are in prison or who you know like have challenges in that area and be honest with you guys personally this is something that's dear to my heart because my father spent a lot of years in prison away from me um so prison reform is very much yeah it's like it, it's, it's important close. yeah so like that's why i was really tuning in to this meeting that's why i watched it for you know to be transparent um he apologized and he was saying that he told them he didn't want to take any pictures. He didn't want to do any media. He just wanted to go there and discuss. So he thought it was going to be a meeting from what he was told, where it's going to be them in a room with no cameras right. and they have an open discussion. Don Lemon tried to jam him up and said, well, why? Why would you go, you know, knowing with this president? He explained to him, look, man, I'm a man of God. I was sent." He apologized because he said he felt like he should have listened to the wisdom of his wife. His wife was kind of on the fence about it. Yeah. She felt like maybe he shouldn't go because just the timing of it wasn't perfect. Now, like, mind you, none of us knew what he was going to do the next night, which was just go let, you know, let one off on LeBron and, right. and Don Lemon. Nobody knew this was going to go down. Um, But John Gray said that um he was disappointed in the meeting because – they told him everything was going to be copacetic. He gets there. They get in the meeting. Boom. All the cameras and everything rolls in. He said, then on top of it. So he's now sitting there and like, oh, okay. You got me. I see what this is about. Yeah. All right. Now, basically, the way I took it was like him saying, all right, since you set this up, let me just get through this the best way I can because I see this is going somewhere a different route. Yeah. So he he said and he said he didn't ask to be seated by President Trump. His seated arrangement was to sit by President Trump. He didn't ask to pray. They asked him to pray. So it's like he was sent. Hmm. Come on now. He was sent. And that's why I was disappointed that he apologized. I think in the I, honestly, man, I think people got to be mature enough to just handle this. And this is something in my life, you know, I realize. I shouldn't even do sometimes. You should never apologize for being obedient to God. Point blank, period. People gonna get it or they ain't gonna get it. Yeah. And I think apology, and I think, and I say this all the time about believers. Sometimes you just gotta let the fruit, the, the fruit speak for itself. Yeah. Because if we get, if you if you start catering to feelings all the time, you always gonna be catering to feelings. Yeah. And um, he said he felt he was sent. And he said he went because he said, I believe God sent me. I believe God told me to go, and I went. Now, because of this, President Trump did push a bill through. Now, it didn't, we didn't, it didn't get voted yet, but he did push a bill for prison reform. 
that's all he could do. Look, all you could do is just put yourself in position to present the case, be obedient, and let God do what God is gonna do. Yeah, man. But I was kind of just, I was like, man, like you didn't, you didn't have to do that, man. Like because to me, it seemed like he was giving in to the. To the, to the noise. To the noise, like the yeah, pressure. Man. And I could tell him sitting there. He didn't even seem like himself. Yeah, he was just like, this is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it was like, he was like, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Like, that's what, I, and that's why I was disappointed because I was like, bro, you're not even being you right now. Yeah, man. Even when he tried to be him, it was like he was getting jammed up yeah. yet again. It it's like, and like, then when he's trying to, when he was really trying to break it down biblically, he was like, oh, now you preaching. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, okay, Don. Okay, bro. Hey, man. All right. Hey. Yeah. We just, we just had your back, though. You know that, right? All right. Okay. Cool. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. Man, but I was just kind of, I was kind of like, I. Yeah. But what I was happy about. Sure, sir. I'm gonna be happy about this, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. Um, Carl Lentz, salute to you. You see that? Mm-mm. Sure. Oh, he wrote a big post, a big post, saying that he's standing with John Gray. And basically saying that he shouldn't have to apologize for being sent. He literally, yeah. Yeah, Carl Lentz, thank you. Um, who else? Uh, A Steve, couple of people. Stephen pa- Furtick. Uh, Hart, Pastor Hart Ramsey. Come on. Uh, Pastor YPJ. Come on. on it. Uh, I even saw Willie Moore Jr. He said something. He was like, before I, he said, he said, when I first saw it, I was like, man, what are you doing? He said, but then you know what God told me? He said, God told me to pray. So all I'm gonna say is this, y'all. Um, I mean, instructions are there. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. I, I responded to that too, man. Look at what your boy wrote for him too, man. Bro, the the feelings is out there, bro. I'm just saying, like people gotta like you gotta put your own stuff to the side and just just let things gonna do what it's gonna do. Um. Yeah, How did man. you feel about the Don Lemon interview? I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but I just wasn't happy watching it. Yeah, my guy. My, I feel it's like my you guy. got like, man, emotions are real, bro. I'm learning that. And I know he hurting. Like, I could tell by the way he, because he was, I just want to apologize to my community for anybody that mistook it or took it as me um, for whatever reason, um, me abandoning him. Or anything like that. He was like, no, if anybody knows me, no, I'm not like that. And I was just like, gosh, man, like, why yeah. are we at this place? Like, why are people always have to explain themselves? Like, I'm not mad at people who, and I want to be clear, I'm not mad at anybody who say, like, yo, I don't want to meet the man. I'm cool with that, too. I'm like, hey, man, don't put yourself in a position where you might have to choke somebody out. Yeah. If you can't handle it, you can't handle it. But don't get mad at people who choose, who say they can't handle it. Yeah, that's real, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, we got to be real here. Things got to get done, bro. Everybody don't don't got the money like LeBron. You feel me? Speak that truth. That's why bro. LeBron don't need it. That's why LeBron said like, no, I don't want to sit across from because you know, LeBron is like, I'm gonna do me. We my community is gonna be good. I don't need to do nothing over there. Speak the truth. Bro. I'm gonna build a school. You feel me? So, look, man, people gotta we gotta have some thing conversations. But I would say this though, um, uh. I would say that John Gray should not be getting any criticism. He shouldn't be getting any hate. He, he should be getting nothing but love, respect, and prayer. Point That's real. Period. 
and uh, check yourself if you think it should be anything otherwise. That's just how I feel about it. Because, you know, we can't sitting back and criticizing getting us nowhere. Yeah. Straight up. It's real, bro. You know what I mean? So, um, man, what a strong uh, season, season three is back, baby. Season three is back. Yeah, man. Yeah, but uh, uh, we want to thank y'all, man, for listening to this episode. Let us know what you think about everything we discussed. NBA free agency, uh, the the summer of LeBron, you know what I'm saying, the seat at the table uh, with John Gray, the pastors. You know, this man said that, you know, this is the most pro-black president we done ever had. And another, well, nah, we won't. I mean, this is what that man said, you know. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, yo, thank you guys for tuning in. Matter of fact, I'm going to get that pastor on this podcast. Yeah, we got to talk. Hey, yo, let's hey, hey, tag his name on my post. You know what I'm saying? Tag him. I got to speak to that man. We, I need him to, I need him to elaborate. Elaborate, brother. Break that down for me. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, thank you, brother, too, for saying that. And uh, share with somebody. Yeah, we're going to share a lot of concerns with you, too, brother. And, uh, Ray, uh, tell them what it is. Hey, man, look, y'all know what it is. It's the AZs and Rufus podcast. Hit us up on the Twitter, the IG. Um, and you know how I'm going to leave y'all because I leave y'all like this for the last two seasons. <laughs> and it goes perfect what we just got talking done talking about. God never told us to figure them out. He just told us to trust them.